Hello there, and welcome back, everyone, to the one and only Bonsai Chat. I'm your host, Ryan, and today on the podcast, I'll be exploring the dark, horrifying, and downright obscure game series that is Resident Evil. So let's rub some herbs on our wounds, get them real nice and itchy, and take a big tasty bite out of this zombie, not-so-zombie game series. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember the first time you were truly terrified in a piece of media? Now, I'm not talking about the news because that's an easy one because that shit is scary all the time. Maybe it was a horror movie you thought you were old enough to watch, and as you hit play, you soon regretted that decision. Or maybe a character that was just so unsettling to your poor little eyes, you could barely watch the screen through your fingers. For me, this was Resident Evil. A video game I remember being so excited to check out because I thought I was an eight-year-old badass and this game I knew was not for kids. As soon as I realized I could not get past one of the very first cutscenes in this game, this is barely 10 minutes into Resident Evil. Once I saw that first undead obstacle, it was a dead end for me. Now, I was not unfamiliar with the concept of zombies, during this time in the 90s, I was a big fan of all the classic movies. But none of them struck fear in me as this did. That first shot of you as the player stumbling upon a zombie, enjoying a bite of one of your allies you were sent to save. Having this experience and getting over that for the first time in the video game is one of the biggest reasons Resident Evil is one of my favorite game series of all time. But something happened along the way with this series. Something started growing. As a big fan and playing each game that came out, I kept noticing something creeping up bit by bit. And then it hit me. Resident Evil. Stop being evil. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but hear me out here. Resident Evil, or as known in Japan as Biohazard, was a PlayStation survival horror game that came out in 1996 by Capcom and created by Shinji Mikami and Tokuro Fujiwara. With its booming success, Resident Evil became a household name in the gaming industry and has infected its way into every type of media you can think of. This game was the first of its kind in the 3D era that was really pushing the boundaries of being a pure horror game of its time. Now it's extremely easy to make fun of what it's done in the past, with its live action actors and the voice acting, Jibble sandwich. but Resident Evil was a very serious game of survival and puzzle solving that gamers of its time have never encountered before, which was a giant achievement for RE and that most games would copy or never get as successful. More and more Resident Evil games would come and soon build this up to be what it is today. And what's really funny that I started to notice is you would see this odd humor bleed into the series as it kept going. And this would just make me think, was this from all the different hands that would be running the show for each game? 
Or is this just Shinji Mikami's odd style? There are plenty of games that blend comedy and drama together, but nothing like Resident Evil in my opinion. It has this flow with the games that if something is getting too serious or too terrifying, you can almost expect a joke to be coming up to just jump right at you. From all its wild sexual innuendos that make no sense for any of these situations, to how absurd they take their characters in some of the most funny ways. For example, Wesker entering the Matrix. Chris Redfield's wild body dysmorphia from a standard regular dude to all the way from punching boulders and then back to a standard regular dude. I mean, what's the deal with Chris being the only character that's gone through so many body changes and looks? I just don't get it. And of course, to everyone's favorite Boy Scout, Leon S. Kennedy. Yes, you have to say it that way. Straight up pro wrestling motherfuckers. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Resident Evil still has its dark side that pops up from time to time. I always think of Resident Evil 7 with the intro to the Bakers. It's a horrific scene as you're forced to be stuck in a chair watching this disgusting family as they try to have a nice Sunday dinner. Even still, it's very funny at times. And Resident Evil has some of my favorite takes on body horror and monsters. But for some reason, it's still pretty damn silly and funny in all the best ways possible. From the one and only nemesis that is a constant threat to you in Resident Evil 3, still, Jill finds a way not to just fire bullets, but jokes too. And of course, I could not do this podcast without bringing up Lady Demetrius. Her take of motherly love is nothing short of terrifying and not something you want to mess around with. And getting her first vampire? I think Resident Evil fans couldn't ask for anything better. All right, maybe the internet went a little too far in this take. But that's what I love about this series. It keeps growing, evolving, mutating, you could say. And it makes me think, is this maybe the true essence of Resident Evil? Think about it. If you cut out all this dark and silly comedy fat in these games, would it still be the same Resident Evil we all love and adore? I think the evidence of this is within the live action movies. A very serious take on the RE universe that went way too fucking long and is a trash fire of a story. It tries to tell a story none of us ever wanted and took characters and events in our precious RE world and shits all over them. Yes, there's a lot to laugh about these movies, of course, and I mean a lot. Of course, that's not a new take that video game movies because they tend to fall short pretty much every time. But it's not like these movies were trying to be funny in any way. The way you can feel the comedy in the video game is totally different than the movies. Anyways, I guess I'm thankful for these movies to be dog shit and not the other way around. We all have our different ways and why we are drawn to certain types of art. But I was always told to go after the things you're afraid of. So I'll keep playing these games and who knows, maybe I'll feel that terror again like I did that one day. Either way, 
it doesn't matter. I truly love these games, no matter what. That's it for today's Bonsai Chat. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that good stuff and follow the podcast. And don't forget to check out Bonsai Chat's Patreon for more ways to support the podcast. I've been your host, Ryan, and I'll catch you all next time.